Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, Gregory is joined by Jude Heath of J. Heath & Go CPAs. And together, they're going to be discussing the recent changes that have happened to the inherited IRA process for non-spousal beneficiaries and different items that you can think about when creating your retirement plan. We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 98. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 98. So a number of things are also impacting us going forward is the IRS changing rules on inherited IRAs. What are you seeing from a standpoint of, have you dealt with many cases lately where inherited money, uh, qualified money, because the rules have changed. We used to have the stretch IRA, and now most cases that money has for a non-spouse beneficiary has got to be spent down over a 10-year period. Right, and so... You know, taxpayers, clients are are, are making decisions based on that. Uh, Again, we we encourage, and and you and I have talked about this many times, we encourage our clients to look at their IRAs uh, while they're in in those years where they're pre-highest bracket, consider Roth conversions, consider making changes. Uh, Once you get into required minimum distribution territory, uh, sometimes it's it's hard to make changes that that can in, impact your beneficiaries, and so we we look at it from from a from the last twenty or thirty years of life, sort of speaking of, you know, what are you going to do with those IRAs? Presume that the markets are going to continue to go up. You know, yeah, we're in a little bit of a downturn, but we we still know that uh, markets are going to continue to go up over the years, and and plan for those beneficiaries because I can tell you. It is a big tax hit. That 10-year is, is a small window. There's kind of two parts to that. And we're talking about non-spouse. So typically, the order of things is, let's say you and your wife each have 401k and or IRAs, whether they're Roth or traditional. But let's stick to traditional because Roth's not affected the same way by the new rules. 401k or traditional IRAs. One of you pass, assuming the spouse is the beneficiary, to simplify it, the the surviving spouse becomes the owner of those IRAs. And then they'll have, if they're of RMD age, at some point they will be, will take RMDs from those accounts. At some point in time, that person will pass, and the remaining assets there are going to pass to what would be a non-spouse beneficiary. Then, let's say their age of majority, no disability or anything, they're going to have to take that money out over 10-year period. It's got to be depleted or spent down in year 10 post-death. Now, there's another thing to consider. Was it before required beginning date? or And, and that's of RMDs. Required beginning date. 
of RMDs. Was it before that? If it was before that, you're not going to have to take RMDs over that 10-year period, but still, year 10, it has to deplete. If it was after required beginning date that they passed and you inherit that as a non-spouse Benny, you're going to have to take RMDs starting year one of post the year after death. And the account still has to be depleted in year 10 of that inheritance there. So one of the things we're getting at is, and everybody doesn't have giant accounts, but, but I can tell you what, they can grow to be pretty big accounts during retirement. The, thing is you're giving them taxable income and here's a question i get also jude they say well is that money taxable absolutely all of there is no cost basis typically you know that 401k that ira you're leaving behind there's no cost basis on that generally that's all taxable money that's being left behind so it's a hundred percent taxed so if you're, say, leaving it to non-spouse bennies, which is likely children, and let's say you're 80 and maybe your kids are in the 50s, you're, you're leaving that money to them in their higher income years, and you're pushing in the max tax brackets. If you're leaving 500000 behind and they averaged it out over the 10 years, that's 50000 a year without at a 0% return of spending it down. There, So you're adding that on top of their tax brackets, so you're also leaving behind money that's probably going to be taxed at max tax brackets in the future. And that's one reason we talk about the planning going forward. Roth conversions are important to consider. If you've got margin in your tax bracket, I say, don't waste it. Is there an opportunity to pay taxes at a lower tax bracket than now than what it's going to be in the future. And I say taxes are lower today than they're going to be in the future. Tax Cut Jobs Act is set to sunset end of 2025. So that tells us right there, taxes are going up. If you're leaving inheritance, it's got to be piled on top of your income to a non-spouse penny. You're leaving behind money that's going to be taxed at higher tax brackets. Your thoughts, Jude? Absolutely. Uh, we talk, we've talked about this many times that with the sunset of the uh, Tax Cut and Jobs Act, that's two years away. We've got two more years of tax brackets that you can take advantage of. The other continuing theme that you and I have talked about is, is that, that we feel like on top of the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, that rates are going to continue to go up for the higher brackets. And so what you're talking about is these children that are going to be, say, in their 40s, 50s, 60s that are going to inherit these 10-year windows are going to be paying in excess of, you know, a third, uh, 40%, something like that. We, we I don't know if we'll get to Reagan brackets but for pre-1986, but we will have an increase because, quite frankly, with higher interest rates, uh, and 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 still a, a, a nice healthy federal budget uh, that there's going the money has to come from somewhere and as we've seen with this most recent inflation reduction act it's either going to come on the front end in terms of tax brackets or it's going to come on the back end in terms of enforcement and so money's coming out of 
uh, the, the select few uh, in, in the higher brackets, and you're leaving for your children a mess. If you've got some play before you get, say you're in the middle brackets, you're in the 20s, and you've got some play before you get to the higher brackets, you, you've got to come in, have a conversation, we'll run some projections and some, some, some scenarios and see what we can take within the next few years. It's, it's not a one-time planning thing. It's what are we going to plan for in 2022? What are we going to plan for in 2023? What can we either convert over to Roth or what can we move uh, and, and take out to, to provide some protection from this 10-year uh, window that your children are going are to be faced with? It's not unusual to have conversations with families regarding what are your plans for this money? You know, we, you've not started taking income and, and, and they're like, I, I, do I have to take the RMDs? I don't need that money. Well, what's the purpose of it? To leave on. I, w- I want to leave. We really don't need, we thought we were going to need it, but we really don't need the money from it. And that doesn't mean that these are folks sitting with millions of dollars that, you know, they've got good income and they probably reached a point in retirement that they're not needing as much income, you know, pension and social security, you know, we're good. We have savings and we save every year still. We're good. And, and this might be four five or 600,000 in IRA money. It's not like they've got massive money built up, but if they don't need it, here, here's the example of compounding. If you've got a hundred thousand dollars and it averages 7.2% return, that's using the rule of 72 in 10 years, it's going to double. So if you're 60 in 10 years, a hundred thousand goes to 200,000 at age 80, it's 400,000 at 90, it's a hundred thousand dollars. You're probably going to live to 100. I know you don't think so, but then we're talking about $1.6 million. Then if you die then and leave it inheritance, if it could be deferred, you're talking about $3.2 million. See, it, it, time in compounding is the magic. That's why 95% of Warren Buffett's wealth was created post-Social Security qualification for him. There, so think about that. Let's say you pass and it goes to your spouse. The spouse can then take ownership of your IRA. Essentially, it can be merged. We did that on for a, a household recently where that money was merged together. So it's their money and they're taking RMDs based upon their age. That's required minimum distributions. Those have to start when you turn 72. And at some point, your spouse is going to pass. And let's say you have your average household, you have two kids, something like that. And then that money is going to pass them. And they're obviously, because of your age when you're passing, say in the 80s, they're probably, say, in their 50s. So they're grown adult beneficiaries in their higher income years of their working life. And a non spouse beneficiary has to take that money out. There are some exclusions to this, but most cases they're taking the money out required to over 10 years. And because they inherited it after you started taking required minimum distributions, they have to start taking RMDs year one, but that's not going to spend down the account. 
they're going to probably should take more because in year 10, the account has to be liquidated. So that's going on, that money, that tax money is going on top of their income that they're taking, pushing up tax brackets, and then that money is going to be taxed at a higher tax rate than if you were spending it down now. So how do we prepare for that coming forward? Is that a pretty accurate description, Jude? Yes, that's what we see. So one of the things I like is game planning Roth conversions. One of the things I talk about is tax bracket management. I'm sure you've probably got a take on that as well, but we want to look at what's the gap, what's the margin left in your tax bracket before you move to the nat next. There is a sweet spot under current tax brackets of that 22 to 24%, right? Right. It's a pretty wide birth there of that, that you could move into another 2% without much tax pain and shift money. But doing a Roth conversion, once again, to be clear, when you do that conversion, it's done. You can't change your mind. So make sure you're comfortable with the tax impact of that. And then that allows that money to shift to tax-free money. One reason we like, and here's why we like Roth money for the non-spouse bennies, they don't have to take RMDs because Roth is not RMD money. So if you've got Roth money, you've turned 72, you do not have to take required minimum distribution. So the bennies don't have to. The non-spouse bennies do not have to take the RMDs. But they still have to spend it down by the end of year 10. They could just let it ride and compound. What did I miss there? How do you look at tax bracket management? We do the same thing that what you were talking about is if 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 the owner is in the in the twenty percent brackets, uh, even if we you know miss up a step and we we fold over into some of the higher brackets, it's just a small amount of money that's going to be in the higher brackets. We've still captured those nice middle brackets over the course of some years and and been able to put aside or 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 have a, a Roth account of some amount of money that now is dependable upon you know for, for retirement for the non-spouse bennies for whatever their purposes are you know like you every client that comes in the door is a specific situation we are analyzing according to their will and what they want to do and and we're we're producing uh, calculations for their benefit. And so that that's where we are is, is that there's almost no cookie cutter when it comes to this. It comes down to what's their intent, who's the non-spouse Benny, age, bracket management, all those things go into producing the best benefit for our clients. Let me give you another example I like to use on that. And let's say, no, we're not trying to convert your whole IRA and and create giant taxable events. But we can, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do we convert assets to more tax efficiency? It's a bite at a time. And it might just be a small amount. Let me give you a quick example here. Let's just say it's $33,000. Three times. One each of the next three years. And I'm going to round it up to $100,000. So we're taking a small bite, creating small taxable 
events in doing so. And let's say that's all we do and we get you to age 60. That's $100,000 in a Roth account. Using the rule of 72, let's hypothetically say it doubles every 10 years at 7.2% return, but that 100000 will grow to 200000 at age 70. At age 80, it's 400000 At age 90, it's $800,000. And how much taxes is due on that money? Zero. Zero. How much taxes, what money did you pay taxes on? $100,000. And let's say you died at that standpoint, your non-spouse Benny, your kids inheriting that money, they don't have to take RMDs. They could let, they could leave it in that Roth status for another 10 years. And at 800,000 can go to $1.6 million at 7.2% hypothetically. Talking about life changing event. Yeah. They got to spend it down. It's got to be taken out year 10. Is it taxed? No, no. It's not. See, and all we did was shift a little bit of money and let the magic of compounding take care of the rest. And you can impact it with even more money being shifted if the situation is right for you. But that's what planning is. And it's not, we oh, we do the plan and we're done. No, it's, it's adjustments that are going to be made going forward. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions. You can find us anywhere a podcast can be found and on YouTube and Facebook Live every Saturday from 10 to 1. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time. We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 98. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 98. Gregory Erickson Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Erickson Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Erickson Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strengths and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Erickson Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. This information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources believed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory X and Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained herein are the property of their respective owners, and no endorsement made by those owners of Gregory X and Associates is stated or implied. Gregory X and Associates has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Gregory X and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law LLC, J. Heath & Co., and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.